Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along on this Saturday where we like to talk about how current events intersect with biblical truth. Question I want to ask today is, who let the demons out? My goodness, what is happening in our country? You may wonder, I sure do. It seems like ever since this Roe versus Wade decision, where the Supreme Court simply said, we're going to let the states decide, we're going to let the democratic process, we're going to let people vote or their representatives vote rather than mandate something from the federal government that wasn't in the Constitution and hadn't been in there for over 200 years and that was made up and found and they said, it's not there, we're going to let the people figure out what they want. The, it just seems like our administration, our president, many of our leaders, and the number of people just seem to be losing it and coming up with some of the most bizarre, strange, bullying, fascist tactics. Add to that, and we're, add to that, my goodness, this last week, another mass shooting on July 4th of all days. And while some people want to talk about guns, I've got a, or, or even mental illness, I've got a question. Why aren't we talking about demonic influence? Even demonic possession. There's still not a lot of word out about this shooter up there in Highland Park. But the little bit of word out that there is seems to be that he was influenced by terrible music, drugs, and he seems to know exactly what he was doing and yet claims to be out of control where he could not stop himself. In all honesty, it sounds like he had opened his soul to demonic influences that were now controlling him. How about all these drag queen shows that they're taking children to? It wasn't long ago that we were concerned about the libraries that were having drag queens read story hours. Now there's just videos flooding the internet of drag queens dancing with children that are no more than four, five, six, seven, eight years old, and these little kids sticking money in the clothing or a lack of clothing in these drag queens. I mean, th this is like child abuse. How, how are these people not thrown into jail? Where's Child Protective Services? What in the world is going on? In our culture, it seems like the floodgates have been opened. I thought this, I predicted that with the fall of Roe versus Wade, I said, watch out. But believe me, there's things happening I didn't expect that are just undermining and destroying our nation. Part of what I think we're up against, let's look at what the scripture says in Romans chapter 1. When people would not honor God, that's what we see, and the wrath of God would come out, and God's wrath would come against people who would not honor him as God or give thanks to him as God. God made himself evident to people, but people who would choose not to honor him, three times here in Romans chapter 1, it says he gave them over, verse 24, 
Therefore God gave them over to vile impurity in the lust of their hearts so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. Second thing, verse 26, for this reason God gave them over to degrading passions. For the women exchanged the natural natural relations for that which is contrary to nature. And it talks about the men as well, homosexuality. Thirdly, verse 28, 28, and just as they did not see fit to acknowledge God any longer, God gave them over to a depraved mind to do those things that are not proper. Folks, this is what we're seeing in our world today, being given over to vile impurity, degrading passions, and a depraved mind. What are we believers to do about it? You might feel helpless. You might feel like people in power have lost their minds. You might feel like they're not addressing inflation and gas prices, actually selling our gas to the Chinese from our strategic oil reserve and sending a million barrels of oil to them. You might say, have these people, have they lost their minds rather than deal with all these things? They're concerned about the transgender, the drag queens' rights, and and, and uh, going to the going to battle the hill to die on for them is every woman having what they call access to reproductive health care. What a euphemism when they're talking about killing a child. Folks, I think there's a tremendous amount of lying going on right here in our state. Talking about a 10-year-old girl who was had to go to Indiana because of our new law here in Ohio, uh, the heartbeat bill that doesn't allow a, a, a baby to be aborted once a heartbeat can be detected. Did this happen? I don't know. Personally, I think it's a made-up story. I think it's a lie. Would you put it beyond abortionists to lie? Would you be, put it beyond these activists to distort the truth? In Ohio, a ten, if a 10-year-old girl is pregnant, where was the rapist? No word at all about him. And indeed, if you've got a 10-year-old, there's not consent there. And where is the concern for whoever impregnated this girl being arrested? Not a word about it. And in our law here, the, this new law, if a person would suffer death or severe bodily harm, all a doctor has to do is say that would be the case and the abortion's still legal. Believe me, that doctor who sent this 10-year-old across state lines for an abortion could have easily said, no severe bodily harm, that's 10-year-old. I don't think anyone would have argued with that. I think it's a made-up story. I think it's a lie. What is going on? How do we stand back? How do we fight back? Well, let's realize A lot of what's going on, God has taken back some covering, and when that happens, and when God gives over, when that happens, there are spiritual forces that come to work. Evil forces. Demonic forces. And you and I are living in a world, sometimes we wonder what, in the New Testament there's all this demon interaction. Jesus would cast out demons and interact with demons and show power over demons. And we wonder, why is that not happening in our culture today? Why don't we see that? Open our eyes. We're seeing it. We've been seeing it in a, not in the, perhaps in the overt, bizarre ways that Jesus would encounter someone throwing themselves to the ground and 
and frothing at the mouth and so on. But we're seeing tremendous demonic influence upon our nation in our in our nation's capital in the peop in people in our entertainment the things that people are their action it's it it's not natural there's something evil afoot in Ephesians 6 we're given our response finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. How do we fight back? We must be strong in the Lord and the strength of his might. How do we do that? You put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the full armor of God so you will be able to resist on the evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Folks, we, we're at, we must realize we are in a spiritual battle. Now you ask yourself, how do we fight the spiritual battle? How do we stand firm in the spiritual struggle? How do we prevail against these forces, these powers, these rulers of darkness? Well, the answer is found in the rest of the verse. Most people think we've got to pray more, and I'm certainly not against praying. And most people think, many people think that our spiritual warfare is primarily through prayer, and I'm not against praying. But look what he talks about. Stand firm, therefore, how? Having belted your waist with truth, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, and having strapped on your feet the preparation of the gospel of peace. In addition to all, taking up the shield of faith with which you'll be able to extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. This primary armor we have is truth. Truth. We fight the demonic forces. We fight against evil with truth. The sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Girding your loins with truth taking up the gospel, preparation of the gospel, the helmet of salvation, remembering ourselves, the breastplate of righteousness. Righteous living and truth are our primary weapons. The gospel, the word of God, these are our weapons. This is why Paul tells us in 2 Timothy 2, he tells Timothy, in the last days when people won't listen anymore, preach the word. Preach the word. And, and we must be speaking truth, the truth, God's truth in these days, like never before, at least not ever, like never before in my lifetime. Now he goes on to talk about prayer. Let's continue reading. With all prayer and request, pray at all times in the spirit. And with this in view, be on, be alert with all perseverance and every request for all the saints. That's us. Pray for one another, of course, and pray in my behalf that speech may be given to me in the opening of my mouth to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in proclaiming it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Even in our prayers, what is the primary request? That we speak boldly. That we speak boldly. Brothers and sisters, might God give us boldness? You want to know what to pray for me for? Pray for boldness. 
Pray that I would not be intimidated by those who would uh, oppose or cancel or criticize or, or, or whatever they would do. Everybody wants to be liked. Everybody wants friends. Paul said, pray he would speak with boldness. Pray I'd speak with boldness. Pray for yourself to speak with boldness. For, with boldness. Pray for your pastor to speak with boldness. Pray for Christian leaders to speak with boldness. Pray for media figures to speak truth with boldness. The other side, I'll tell you, on the campus, the most bold people are the LGBT people. They are, they, their boldness puts many Christians to shame. They are unashamed of their what they should be ashamed of. Pray that we have more boldness because we have the truth. And our weapon, our spiritual weapon in the spiritual battle, if we are to stand firm in this day and age, is we must stand in the truth and we must speak it boldly. Father in heaven, we come to you today, we think of our country, we're concerned for it. It just seems like demonic influences have been let loose upon our country. Even in the last couple of weeks, all this Roe, this abortion stuff, Lord, the, the, the drag queens with the children corrupting our children, mass shootings, evil people. It's demonic. Oh God, we pray in Jesus name for the protection of your people. We pray that as we that we would stand firm, stand bold in the truth, and that we would fight against the forces of evil. We would fight against the the uh, the the powers of evil, the unseen forces in in spiritual places, in heavenly places. You have given us authority in the name of Jesus Christ. We pray that we would stand firm, be bold, and speak boldly. And we pray this, O oh God, raise up an army of men and women, of Christian leaders, of Christian influencers, who will speak your truth without embarrassment or shame. Lord, we pray that your word would prevail, and we're asking it in Jesus' name. Give us courage, give us wisdom, give us insight, give us understanding, give us sharp memories. Help us be articulate people. Help us, Lord, to, in this battle of truth versus error, that we might, we who name the name of the Lord might prevail. Fill us with the power of your Holy Spirit, that we would take on the full armor of God, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen and amen. Thank you for being with me today. We're here every day, Lord willing. We come here, we talk about the Word of God, how it can affect our lives. You need to be here. Folks, you need to get into the Word of God every day. The battle is becoming intense. The casualties, the spiritual casualties are real. Don't you be one. Make a commitment. I urge you, get in the Word of God every day. Be in prayer every day. Learn to cry out to God. Learn to be emboldened. That's one thing you will receive if you come here daily. You'll receive help in the truth and to be bold. It's contagious. Fear is contagious. Intimidation is contagious. Timidity is contagious. But so is boldness. And so I pray you will come and join us each day. We'll be here every day, 8.30 a.m. live. Or you can watch later in the day, 
Or you can listen to the podcast, Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. If I'm traveling like I actually am today, then I record early and put it on 8.30. But watch this. Join with us. Hit that subscribe. Hit that notify. Like this button. Share this video with your friends. Christians, these are important days. These are serious days. These are days of spiritual battle. You and I need to stand firm. So until tomorrow, my God bless you, strengthen you, give you courage, faith, and all those things we prayed for. Boldness. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. Bye-bye.